Peter Tatchell, the renowned British human rights defender, made headlines worldwide last year with his protest in Doha, Qatar, right before the World Cup. He called it the first ever public LGBTQ protest in the Gulf. Now, while Western audiences praised his bravery, local activists expressed shock and dismay. Will Todman, deputy director and senior fellow here at the CSIS Middle East program, spoke with a Jordanian LGBTQ plus activist about Tatchell's move. Yeah, he told me that he and other members of the LGBTQ plus community from the region had told him their concerns when Tatchell told them about what his plans were over WhatsApp. They all urged him not to proceed, but it seems that he ignored their advice and he went ahead and did it anyway. Peter Tatchell is a leading voice of this campaign in the UK. He staged a lone protest in Qatar, drawing attention to harsh laws that criminalize homosexuality, also drawing the attention of a carload of police officers who took the sign he was holding but gave it back to him. So what was the concern? And why were LGBTQ plus activists in the MENA region fearful of receiving public attention for their cause? It's important to remember that these protests can thrust LGBT individuals in the Middle East into the spotlight, which can actually make them feel even more vulnerable. Some of them told me that for them, it's actually easier to live discreetly and essentially to get by in the shadows. I think there's also the danger that political or religious leaders in the region could try to exploit homophobia for political gain, and they can try and portray LGBTQ plus rights advocacy from the West as a foreign agenda. And so that's why it's so important for Western actors who are advocating for these communities in the Middle East to listen to those communities and listen to what it is that they actually want. Before the World Cup in Qatar, the region witnessed a disturbing rise in homophobia. Pixar's Lightyear has been banned in the Middle East over a same-sex kiss scene featured in the Toy Story prequel spin-off. The film is banned in various Middle East countries, including Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. In Saudi Arabia, the kingdom is seizing rainbow-colored toys and articles of clothing from shops. What's their reason? A crackdown on homosexuality. Even in more liberal Arab states, threats against LGBTQ plus communities have intensified. So why do political leaders instrumentalize homophobia? I think they have various motives. Some governments portray themselves as defenders of children against what they perceive to be the poisonous messages of gay activists to gain some kind of moral legitimacy. Others, I think, use it to try and gain even religious legitimacy in more conservative states. And for others, I think it is a helpful way to distract from some of their domestic crises. I also think that depicting LGBTQ plus rights as a symbol of Western domination allows some leaders to rally the public against Western liberal ideas more broadly. We see this happening particularly with Russia. Russia has really jumped at the opportunity to pledge their support for what they say are Middle Eastern states' traditions and values. At the same time, 
Western protests in support of the LGBTQ community have become increasingly prominent in recent years. Several U.S. embassies in the Gulf raised the rainbow flag and celebrated Pride Month on social media. In addition to Peter Tatchell's protest in Doha, the World Cup witnessed several pro-LGBTQ demonstrations. Seven European teams were planning on wearing a rainbow One Love armband to show their solidarity for LGBTQ rights with, amid this ongoing row over rights here for, uh, for LGBT people in Qatar, where homosexuality is illegal in this country. And this leaves us wondering, what can Western actors seeking to support LGBTQ plus communities in the region do? First, they can increase their support to local LGBTQ plus groups by enabling them to advocate more on their own terms. Ultimately, they are best placed to understand the local political and social context, and they can understand what kind of activities will actually be productive. There are also things that Western states can do to push for accountability in, in the security services. A lot of the time, LGBTQ plus individuals face harassment by police forces, and sometimes these forces are actually funded by Western governments. So I think there's more that the West can do to try to increase accountability in that context. As we wait for homophobic rhetoric to lower in the region so that LGBTQ plus activists can rebuild trust with their communities, the question lingers. Can public external support be constructive? Or will a burst of attention risk fanning the flames of intolerance, further driving the community deeper into the shadows?